bits of memories. Bits of memory flashbacks and fragments started coming back to him that the creature had somewhat been manipulating him to fulfill its desires that only he could fulfill. He figured it must be it must have been the creatures that lured him there in the first place and used his memory to play out that inception like experience in his head. He sighed deeply in expression of his deepest disappointment in, su in such great creation wasting its time in puniness when it could have so much more than what it confines itself to from okay relax from then he promised himself that he will dream a new dream one that will see him doa being his truest to to his being in all his being as he went on the path that he was sure he had been on before he couldn't help but think of what had happened to the creatures the last of the creatures he recalled was hugging him and the whole vibes kissing his bits it felt so completing um following followed by the inception experience which was followed by the current experience where he is now speed walking on a path so dark that on, the only thing he could see was a crystal luminance he dismissed the thought of of worry over the creatures and focused on how he felt as he left the creatures behind he felt stronger and stronger with every step as if he was drawing it from the air he felt incredible he started picking up pace now running on the dark path he picked up even more speed almost leaping off the ground with every step he took he felt incredibly potent and filled with such strength he could do anything as if there were there was no boundaries or illusions holding his thoughts and intentions back from becoming he felt whole he felt no attachments or strongholds whatsoever for some reason the crystal made him even more stronger with every step feeling like one with all that there is i must be dreaming he thought but it it feels so real he touched himself on on the now healed holes the blood had since dried up and was falling away it's not a dream my dearest phoenix perceived he wasn't sure if it is if if it, if it a voice his a voice because it didn't seem like a physical voice so he ignored it thinking it's just another thought attacking thought attack making a comeback there must be a code and he didn't there must be a code he didn't code right allowing the bits to trip on him he must fix the coding he thought the code is perfect impenetrable 
Phoenix perceived it again. He was sure it was it because this time it came from all around him like it's a storm and he is in the eye of it. Yes, I am the storm. Phoenix perceived it again soon after willing, <laughs> willing his being to do the same thing it did in the inception experience. I am the one. Phoenix perceived it again only to realize that it was trying to tell him that it was the being he was willing to inspect the dimensional time and space that had possible effects on his being. It was not it, it was that it was that being an extension of himself. Incredible, he thought. We are we are there, just a few steps forward. Now Phoenix ran through the darkness. After five steps, he emerged out of the darkness, stumbled onto some lawn. I'm almost getting some grass burns, but healed rather quick. He chose not to think at all because he realized if he can perceive his thoughts, then there must be others in the dimension, in the dimensional time and space that can comprehend his intentions. Interceptions was the last thing he wanted, especially now that he was all naked, holding a, holding only a crystal, a companion and a companion who had been with him all along but could not be seen by his naked eyes. He stood. Amen. He stood up and kept running forth onward while the direction with the direction from it with the direction from it it directed him to some hedges in the eastern garden of the of the castle he wasn't sure how he knew this but he let it slide he couldn't see much movement but he sensed an overwhelming presence. He willed his crystal to tone down and dim down. He could then perceive what he was sensing. The crystal seemed to overly power, power him up, making his vibrational signature undetectable. He could see what seemed to be a whole frenzy of the ages, from the early medieval times to the last hundred years of beings dressed up in in their respective era he could swear one of them was shakespeare but how another awfully resembled who seemed like leonardo da vinci he thought but they were a whole generation apart and weren't related as he looked on he saw shane the wandering outlaw hero Phoenix thought Shane was admirable and extremely uh, strong and uh, respectable. He observed the whole frenzy of some of some of the greatest names in history interacting on another dimensional level. He felt he could just blend in there and never needed needing to go back to the excruciating life of physicality. He was really liking his newfound self. He thought it better than going back to normal physical living. Suddenly, some overwhelming energy came overcame him, like him, like a veil. Then he perceived it. I'm it. 
let's go. It whisked him through the garden, whisked him across the castle grounds into the castle through a sidewall shift entrance. Oh, thank you, he whispered. He felt much better in the castle, all naked, <laughs> all naked, still holding on to the crystal that he was, that he has since willed to dim and tone down. He set the crystal down, just as he set it down, everything went blur, and he 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 regained his awareness in the arms of Speedy McQueen, her beautiful face. seemed so much more real this time. He whispered under his breath, I hope it's really you. She leaned in she leaned in to kiss him, saying, It's me, my love. I was worried sick. You know, he felt at home in her arms. He drifted off to sleep again. He woke up again to the ladies packing their things. Hi ladies, he whispered. Hello, sleepwalker. We need to get going. Um, we didn't know you sleepwalk. It's quite dangerous to sleepwalk around here, especially at night. We are really glad you didn't get any injury, said the ladies. He looked at his body, finding no signs of injury or, or bruising. His body was in perfect shape. So, so are we going back to get Henry, he asked. Oh, no. We are not going back there, not until your winter break is over. We want to explore different places with you. Henry is too entitled sometimes. We need a humble, beastie phoenix like you, said Sophie. Ah, all right, whatever you say. As long as I am energetic and my money is there, I'm game, said Phoenix. You worry too much about money, said Mary. Um, tell us, she inquired. Are you some sort of some sort of collector or something? Now, why are you asking? He asked. Why are you asking? He asked. Just curious about that dark crystal by your side. You woke up with it in the hallway. The butler found you there, wearing nothing at all. Should we be concerned, babe? Asked Speedy McQueen. Now Phoenix tilted his head to check his side and he felt a sharp pain in his neck and that's when all the memories started coming back to him about the Inception experience. He noticed the crystal was dark as if it burned out after usage. He is obviously still traumatized about last night. The ladies went on talking in the background. Now Phoenix was lost in thought, trying to figure out everything when he heard it say, I'm here. I'm still here. I'm always here. I'll never part. I'll hold it all. I record it all. I miss nothing at all. I hold it all. Now hearing this, Hearing this assured Phoenix that everything is perfectly fine. There is no need to worry at all. He felt a surge of confidence jolting through him. Are we going to the Himalayas, Waikan? He asked the ladies.
No, no. Um, we first have to go see the mages and the sages of the Algerian desert. Um, get ready. We will be going soon after breakfast. Polish off your crystal. It seemed it seemed all too ashy. He didn't hear the last part. He found himself reaching for the ashy crystal to the sound of the Algerian mages and sages. The crystal started shedding the, the ashes of itself in a vibrational motion. He was filling up with memories of, of desert death worms in the middle of, of a desert storm war, just inhaling everyone in its path, and he seemed to be in control of them. He snapped out of it and dropped the crystal, and it immediately calmed him down and told him to calm his mind. He relaxed and went on to have some breakfast after after bidding uh, have some breakfast and thereafter bidding farewell to the elves they were transported to the airport for algeria he was particularly glad that he wasn't on autopilot this time and even more so super glad to be in the presence of three beautiful ruthless ladies it felt like this like his own personal army he felt like Gaddafi, Muhammad. now he thought as they sat facing each other with sophie in the in the first class sophie had been staring straight into his eyes the air the air the air attendant or the air hostess came and went but sophie wouldn't allow herself to be distracted. She was reading into whatever was whisking her phoenix away. Now Phoenix realized that he is having a staring contest with Sophie. And then he snapped out of it as they hit a slight tur turbulent air pocket. He dived in again, being taken back into the memory of the last Witch Hunter. The memory played out in the plane where three element totems were held together to tear the plane apart by causing elemental irregularities in the sky between the air pockets. He quickly snapped out of it, willing it not to happen. He relaxed, smiling at Sophie. Sophie didn't find it funny as she couldn't fully read him, read into him for the past few days now. He was too fast when he started, but too slow when he relaxed. Sophie detested such unconformity, unconventionality. Called for, she called for for drinks that never stopped. Oh, I mean, unconventionality, unconventionality that called for drinks that never stopped. She knew he would be asking for Lady Verkle quite any time now. On a count of three. She saw him signaling the attendant. As she came, he shouted, A bottle of fine wife of fine lady wife clicked, please. He turned to a slap from Sophie. Ah, what's that for? He asked. You better start talking. We can't get to you 
and you are here with us. But you keep whisking off to God knows where. Start talking now, she urged him. Well, he started smiling at softly and at softly agreeing agreed with her. Yes, my dear, only God knows. TI says to let go and let God deal with it. But when you know you are God, you don't worry too much, but just try to flow, don't you? He said as he took the lady Valkyrie from the attendant. Now you see how broken I am, my dearest. I am not trying to get fixed or saved. There is no saving or fixing what is. Acceptance is the key, is the only key, is the only is the key to be truly free. He said to her, trying to sound as sincere as possible. Acceptance of what? She asked, almost in anger. Acceptance of change. I might not go back to school, but that change doesn't mean that I will stay with you. But I'm most certainly grateful for you. Get it? He expressed. No, I don't get it. I don't want to get it, she said, tearing up. How do you do this to yourself? We were mad and burst at the castle, and heaven knows what would have been what would have been the scene of it was if it was daytime, you know, and you walked the hallway naked. Not that you would mind, but we who are with you I must do most certainly mind. You can't just throw the world away because of a bad punch, she said. Wow. I felt that was more way to that has more way to it than I'm aware of, said Phoenix. Oh yes, it had more way to it than you know. But you keep fed but you keep feeding it, she said. Wait, you mean to say that you know it? It, it, he asked. Yes, it, the whole situation. Um, she said. She is something else, he thought. She is something else, he thought. Now, Speedy McQueen and Mary woke up just then. Simultaneously, almost immediately, exchanging gazes and frowning, letting out deep sighs. Okay, my ladies, I've been having some mad nightmares. But I can't, I can't explain. I'm glad we got from the castle, all right? Not that I like Algeria, but that, not that I like Algeria that much, but desert deathworms are much better than what I had gone through, he said, while taking a dip, a sip from the love cloquette. He got mad jokes, said Mary. <laughs> Speedy. Speedy McQueen was already on his lips. She was already she has already, she had already abandoned her seat for him, grabbing the bottle with his hand still holding it, holding onto it as if to make him pour the lady valkyrie into her mouth, all too sexual, although it didn't seem like anyone minded at all. This conversation was over. This conversation is not over, said Sto uh, Sophie. Stood up and went off. 
Where are you going? Wait for me. Mary went after her. I'm guessing they are going to the cockpit, yeah? He asked Speedy McQueen. Speedy McQueen, yep. First class isn't complete without flashing them high boys. You know high boys. Pilots of the sky. She said laughing while planting a soft kiss on his lips. What about you? He asked. What about me? She asked. You seem to be attaching yourself to me. I'm not the likes to stick around for long. I've never been much of a settler, you know. I never belong. Not even with what you people call family. It seemed like everywhere I have been, they always, they always have been having me. I can't recall where they've, they haven't been having me. Genuinely speaking, he said to her, Well, let's be lonely together, shall we? That must be the ace of pentacles that kept popping up after the ten of pentacles when I pulled your reading. She said to him, what? He said, smiling while playing with her belly ring. She she asked he asked her what other cards she pulled. Well, I did too many readings on you. You are complicated like mist or fog. You keep changing all around. Your settings are never settling. Energies within you keep surging and resurging all the time. You make major gains as you face embarrassing defeats. Yet claim undefeated. The reading, the reading has been wild, wild. Ace of Pentacles, Ten of Pentacles, the World Card, the Star Card, were the most were the most that frequently popped out. But as I said, it's all uncertain. For Aquarian energy, it's quite normal for the abnormal to happen in cycles before the lesson is learned. She said while sipping on some verbal liquid from his hand. He didn't hear half of the things she was saying. He faded off into another trance at the mention of mist. His thoughts of the eastern garden came to him so vividly that he felt the mist filling up the first class. Then it quickly disappeared. As she, as she accidentally poured some vavclipet on his pants. Ah, sorry, my love. She said as she went down on him to clean it up. They kept hitting so many air pockets. Everyone on board wanted to go skydiving. <laughs> it was unbearable. Turns out part of it was Sophie and Mary's work on the pilots. They have such a good show. They gave such a good show to the high boys. As they came out of the cockpit direction, uh, out of the cockpit direction, they intentionally started to whip in their mouths, wiping their mouths while looking at Phoenix as the turbulent wave passed. 
Sophie leaned in real close to the phoenix and said, I am so much better now. We can forget our little feud because I know you will go running once we hit the ground if we keep this up, alright? Fine by me, the phoenix said. Fine by me, phoenix said, while avoiding kisses from Mary and Sophie. It seemed like they were still turned on by the feud. Now Speedy McQueen took 